0: The WeatherTech Sports Car Championship on IMSA Radio. Well, never has a warm-up session been uh, so well-named. Let's head straight down into the pit lane from the IMSA Global Broadcast Centre, Jeremy, Sean, John. Hind off to Sheer Adam, who I think... Oh, well, I hear cars going. Air temperature 11 Celsius, which is 52 fahrenheit and a chilly 61 fahrenheit 16 celsius uh, on the, the track i have to say shit looking around the circuit i'm quite surprised to hear that we've even got cars coming down to the false grid area tell us why tell for those that can't see who aren't at the track tell us what the situation is please
1: even if you were at the track i'm not entirely sure you could see uh, i am <laughs> in the pit lane i think i'm in the pit lane but i Can't very well guarantee that because it is so foggy that I'm watching an AMR Rapid Response Cayenne driving down the front straight very slowly. I saw him kind of emerge out of 11, and he has disappeared before he's even gotten to start finish. Very, very foggy here at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. And you mentioned warm-up. I could use a bit of a warm-up now. Actually, my hands are quite cold after being the exposed body part. Uh, Warm-up, you have to wear your fire suit. It's full kit. So at least I'm thankful for that. And so are many of the crew members out here on the pit lane but we are waiting to find out if this warm-up session will even happen it's supposed to be 20 minutes for the msu weather tech sports car championship all skate all classes and uh the tires that the prototypes will go out on not coming out of their race or qualifying allocations Ah. by the way i double checked on that last night so that's the one good news but almost everyone out here on the pit lane waiting to go except, well, as usual, CrowdStrike Racing by APR, this is the car that will be starting on the pole position. They are not even bothering coming out to the pit lane, but I am seeing Magnus Racing practicing some driver changes. I wanted to come down to them to talk to them about their Mother's Day special, because of course it is Mother's Day here in the U.S., and Happy Mom's Day to all the mamas out there in the world. But they are here this weekend, they said, for Mother's Day, so I wanted to get more of a story from them about that, but uh, both drivers currently helmeted, so I'm going to link for a moment,
0: uh, just a, a note here um, looking at Corvette Racing, the number three, they had sticker tyres ready to go on that number three car. Now, um, we discussed this yesterday. I'll bring Jeremy in on this uh, as well. Jeremy, good morning and uh, welcome to the broadcast. Good to have your company
2: good to be here john absolutely good morning yes yeah, it's, it's not not ideal start today but hey not unusual for this place no, is it? we've no. been here in the past many many times no. but it's been like this
0: absolutely right we discussed yesterday this three sets of tires in the uh supplementary regulations she brought it to my attention and i i went and had a look at it uh, and uh, that was for the uh gtp cars um at least uh, and it uh, and and lmp2 um so it, it was basically just for qualifying and the race now has just said uh, that that has been confirmed so if they didn't scrub tires yesterday in gtp uh, then they can't scrub those tires this morning because that's their race allocation and not their rest of the weekend allocation now presumably share that doesn't that doesn't um, have the same implications in, uh, in GTD Pro, is that right?
1: gtd pro and gtd you are allowed seven sets throughout the course of the weekend you can use them whenever you'd like there's no stipulation as to when you have to employ those tires and the important thing for corvette racing they miss most of fp1 with the gearbox issue remember so they have sticker tires to throw at the car during warm-up and we might just see them go to the top of the charts not that it means anything for morning warm-up um i found andy lally he's taking his helmet off so uh good morning andy and more importantly Happy Mother's Day, because you were preaching this a little bit earlier in the week. What's the deal with Magnus Racing and Mother's Day? Emily Potter, happy Mother's Day to her, uh, put together an amazing
3: hero card this week for uh, Cookie Potter and Barbara Lally-Raganese, my mom and John's mom, uh, and basically made them the hero card this week. It's really cool. uh, and uh, My mom just saw it last night and liked it a lot, so happy Mother's Day to her and, uh, and also uh, John's mom, Cookie, and uh, yeah, just really, really cool. Uh, it's got pictures of uh, John and myself with with his mom and my mom in victory lane at Daytona uh, a couple of years ago, uh, my, me and my mom on the podium at Indy, uh, my mom and I after the Sebring win, so yeah, it got a bunch of cool memories from back in the day, and uh, was, uh, it was really cool.
1: That's awesome! Thanks, Emily, and can, happy Mother's Day to you too. Uh, now, Andy, we're back. We're Weather to say forecaster. You know this place super well. You and John both want here. What's it like in the Aston Martin? Uh, this weekend, it's been tricky to find that perfect
3: balance. You know, we're we're at the very end of life with this asphalt, and um, uh, we're 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 hearing. You know, for, you know, you always go through the first session, and it's like if, if you're not super fast, you know, there, there's a list of, of complaints that you want engineering to sort out, and there's a list of, you know, wonder of what you could do different as a driver. Uh, and we're hearing that was pretty much from, like, fourth place on down. <laughs> yeah, there was a, There's a few cars that have sort of hit it and uh, got the setup right, but it's it's quite different this year. It's, it really has deteriorated a little bit. And uh, even though this is our first time here with the Aston, the most of the kind of the, the attributes of, of Laguna Seca are still are still showing through just at an extreme. We're, we're trying to figure that out. We're throwing one last ditch effort at it here for morning warm up before we're able to get out there.
1: Well, speaking of being able to get out there, what can you actually learn when the conditions are like this? What they haven't been at all all weekend and they won't be for the race, hopefully.
3: Yeah, we were sort of hoping last night as we were going over potential changes that we'd have a little more sunshine on the track right now. But um, it, we really don't have a choice. You know, we've got we've to try something, and we've got to try to weed through the, the environmental changes and, and weather changes and everything like that to see if, if we can come up with uh, an answer to if the changes that we made were going to be positive for the race later or if we put it back.
1: Well, we know that people are always cheering on Magnus Racing. If for nothing else, you're a great hero. It's knocked it out of the park once again this week. Great job, Andy. So far, keep going.
3: Thank you. Thank you very much. And also, uh, just a quick shout-out to uh, Ron and Elaine Gertner. Uh, we're remembering Ron on our car this weekend, as are a bunch of other teams. Uh, great guy. Uh, was a massive IMSA fan for many, many, many years and a big part of
1: all of our family. How poor. Uh, As you can hear, we do not have race engines. We have uh, cars driving to their pit boxes, but we were supposed to be green about three and a half minutes ago. Still no word from race control.
0: Thank you, Sheikh. Keep uh, an ear to the ground there. There's a couple of very hopeful souls who are sitting at the end of the pit lane. There's certainly a Porsche down there, I think I can see, at the moment. Um, I'm not sure, if I'm brutally honest, that it's getting any better. I think it might even be getting worse uh, and Jeremy Shaw for for, for once uh, we are not replete with time normally on a race day the uh, the time is very much up to Imza. but with live network television today uh, that might not be in their gift
2: no that's right and uh, you, you just uh, it, it, it's a problem that this track faces often I remember uh, a champ car race here years ago when uh, it was <laughs> it, you know it was I, mean, I think it if i remember rightly and it's my, my memory is as hazy as the track was back then <laughs> uh, but I, I think it cleared up kind of just before the race started i, I think um well, there might have been once once it certainly you know Indy lights races that used to be held before then they were all cancelled i remember um but uh, yeah it's 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 a it's a it's a known phenomenon here at uh, uh, World Tech Raceway Lagoon Seca, and, and one of those unfortunate things. We just have to, to hope the big check up uh, big chap upstairs, clears things up for when it really matters. Warm up, yeah, not just you no, know, not terribly important really in, in the big scheme of things. If the teams aren't ready now, uh, another 20 minutes isn't really probably going to make that much difference. Um, and uh, I say yeah, it, it is the same for everybody as well. And uh, if, if 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 this is cancelled, no big deal. But certainly, we want to try and get the races in. Uh, and and if if possible, on time too. The other good news is, of course, there's plenty of time after the tech race this afternoon in case they need to put one of the support races uh, later in the day.
0: We are due the second race of the Edemitsyn Mazda MX-5s at uh, half past eight. That's uh, in, what, 25 minutes' time, Harper State Local, Uh, and then the Lamborghinis. And that is an hour uh, after that So um, hmm, yes, one of those could certainly uh, move uh, back behind the WeatherTech Championship. Is that is a green flag at eleven o'clock Pacific? Uh, That would be seven o'clock in the UK. On Sunday, where across Central England at the moment, it's rather pleasant. Shame you weren't racing at Silverstone this weekend. It would have been great. It would have been would have been ready to go. Quite quite honestly, really very pleasant day uh, here in uh, in Central England. Um, so the twenty minutes uh, has not started, and there's nothing going out on track at the moment. Sure, Adam, the teams have all come out onto the pit lane. Uh, I heard one or two pit stop. There's been one or two pit stop practices, and I can see a couple of the pit boxes from the static camera on the start-finish line, but literally uh, one, two, three, four, five pits back from the start line towards pit in is about all I can see with any degree of uh, of certainty. It's not getting better, is it?
1: So which is the last car you can see?
0: Well, I can see the two. It's definitely uh, not getting better. (laughs) <laughs> right, I can see the two Penske Porsches, and because of their colour, okay. I can see I can see behind them to pit in. I can see the two Lexus RCFs. Then the next car behind, I, I should that, be
1: hoving into view.
0: Right, well, the next car behind the the uh, Lexus uh, is has got a red front. I'm guessing that that's the and Cadillac. Is it?
1: Yep, yep. That right? would be the and
0: that's it. Engineering Cadillac. I- and that's it. That's all I can <laughs> oh see from a, from a camera that is mounted just underneath the walkover bridge and looking down, down the pit lane. So that, that's how murky well, it is.
1: I've now made it up to the Lexuses, so I am by the bright yellow cars. Uh, That is very visible anywhere you are on the racetrack, fog, rain, no matter what you need to see. I'm sure their spotters are very grateful for that. The two cars that are waiting in the fast lane to go out are both black and blue. That would be the Konica Minolta Acura, the number 10, and the 97 Turner Motorsport BMW. But further down the pit lane, looking back, well, now standing in the spot of uh, the edge of visibility for you, I can see back to, Ooh, I can see the Gnassi prototype, the uh, Zero 01 Cadillac from Cadillac Racing. Other than that, can't see much, and that's not good considering that about 20 minutes ago, I could see 15 boxes on either side. Now I can see about seven. So the visibility is getting worse.
0: Humidity measured officially at 92%, so it could only be worse if it was actually raining uh, at the moment. Uh, and quite clearly, this session isn't going to go anywhere. We'll take the opportunity to share, as you're wandering around, if there's somebody you can stick a microphone under, great. Meantime, Jeremy and I will uh, review what we saw yesterday uh, in qualifying. Uh, Nine, if you're just joining us, by the way, this Sunday, uh, we should say nine GTP cars, because finally John Church has got his 963, and JDC... Have the banana bought back Jeremy with the bright yellow number five what a great effort it's been from John not the biggest team in the world but my goodness lots of experience and big big enthusiasm for this form of racing
2: yeah that's right John it's it's super to see that the little teams can get a, a really cool car like that and it does look great I mean I mean for some reason the uh, that plain yellow livery looks really really sharp uh, it doesn't need any accent, accent lines to make it no. look better uh, in my opinion, and uh, yeah, no, the, the, the teams work super hard. This is a, a, I mean, the GPI was a big step up uh, for that uh, little team from Minnesota, uh, but uh, the GTP cars are a lot more sophisticated, a lot more complicated, uh, and a lot more expensive as well. Uh, so uh, it's it's a major, major commitment by that by that team. And look, you know, yesterday the 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 car ran; uh, it had some problems in the first session. It took him probably three quarters of the first session to to get it. Running properly, but after that, uh, it, it did. And um, uh, particularly for in van der Helm, the youngster, uh, he was able to get you know, quite a few laps in during the uh, qualifying session as well. So you know, it, it's it's all moving in the right direction. The team spent a lot of time out in Germany at Vissac uh, preparing the car and getting schooled on on all the systems because there's a lot of those. Uh, but uh, the car had never turned a wheel. In that team's hands or with either the team drivers mm. even uh, before uh, yesterday so it's a pretty remarkable it should uh, you know run as clean as it did I think yesterday and you know, they're optimistic that you know, they, they know that' they're not going to be challenging at the front this weekend unless something really bizarre happens yeah uh, but they're, they're cool with that um, you know they've already missed the first race of the season so the championship's not an issue they' they're just here to learn
0: yeah I think that they as uh, as also Hurts uh, Team Jota back in the WEC, they were fairly uh, well aware, fairly early on in the piece that they weren't going to get their cars uh, for their respective first, or in the case of uh, of JDC, even the uh, second or third race of the season, uh, we did have Team Jota with their 963 at Spa having missed their first two races of the WEC season, and they are going to Le Mans, which uh, is... Some people would say foolish. Some people would say brave. Sam Hignett said to me, look, when we come back next year, we'll be the only privateer Porsche team who's been to Le Mans. We're here to race. We're a race team, not a test team. And I thought that was really interesting that Sam told us uh, that earlier in the year. Um, Great to see that car there. As I said, uh, we've got Christian Ringe's Proton car coming into Imza later in the year. That'll be another nine six three at the moment. That is scheduled for the Saleen Six Hours of the Glen in early July. Um, uh, end of uh, yeah, sorry, end of June, isn't it? Uh, early July. Uh, that particular race. Um, it was, however, a Porsche day, Jeremy, yesterday in terms of qualifying, both in the GTP uh, and in the GTD and GTD Pro categories.
2: Well, it was, wasn't it? They, they had a, a, tr- a tremendous day because uh, you know, the cars were fast in all the classes. A class Backler on its debut here at this uh, pretty tricky track did a fantastic job to qualify the FAF Motorsports car on pole position in GTD. And uh, the uh, the Kelly Moss by Riley, with Riley cars uh, were fast as well. So yeah, it was a great day for Porsche all the way around with the, with the pole in, in GTP two. Uh,
0: we're on hold uh, officially for the warm up session um, with at the moment no chance of the corner workers uh, unable to have line of sight post to post, uh, and that is ultimately the arbiter. Of all of this, it is pretty chilly with the air temperature at only 52 Fahrenheit, 11 Celsius, 16 Celsius, 61 on the track. Uh, I, I, I can't see us getting this away in any time, uh, any sensible time but we're going to stick with it for a a moment or two I can see some IMSA officials now pit officials uh, walking down the pit lane pit lane and I think that is Bo Barfield our race director here Adam as well who's walking down the pit lane any chance of a quick word catch him up see if you can we uh, can.
1: Sit. I uh, was just actually having a quick chat with Bo uh, about the conditions, and he said that normally when you come to this place and the fog rolls in, it doesn't visibly roll, but that's exactly what it's doing down the pit straight right now. And you can see the waves of fog going through. Hey, Bo, John wanted a little chat. You mind? John who? John Hindoff. You know, your buddy, you know, oh, he's, you know, he's, he's cracking for- up in my ear now. <laughs> You're not there
0: for one race, you know, and and you're forgotten about. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Barfield.
1: John says you're not there for one race and you're forgotten about. That's exactly how he <laughs> feels. Conditions like this, we expect these every time we come to WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca, but why is it race day that all of a sudden we're fogged in?
4: Oh, boy. I guess because uh, Murphy's Law, what can go wrong will. Yeah.
1: Now, you were talking in the driver's briefing yesterday, a couple of changes for this race. Uh, the most notable one that I picked up on was the class split. I love that, especially for here. Is that trekking back at all to the 2018 incident at the start of the race just having a difference in the grid?
4: Oh, so you're talking about the split start. Yes. Yeah, so, so we have uh, gone with split start this year as a process to safety cars um, just to give each group being prototype versus GT their own kind of respective race on the start. There can be performance differences and driver differences that lead to unfortunate, um, interactions or altercations. So with the split start, we've alleviated that.
1: I love it. I think it's a great move, especially here on such a tight, short track. Now IMS is always fan focused. We've got an awesome, uh, opportunity for people to come out on the grid, how important is it for that to be maintained for this series, and especially given people an hour to get up close to these cars?
4: So when we have a day like today with the fog, and we clearly are going to end up with delays, we're going to end up with shortened sessions for WeatherTech, we're going to end up with shortened or postponed races for MX-5 is here, and also um, Lamborghini Super Trofeo. So there's a big conversation with all those groups about how we're going to manage whatever we can predict today's schedule is going to look like. And things like the fan walk always have high priority.
1: And that's how it should be. It was Dr. Don who always said for the fans, and we maintain that. What's the plan for the moment? Is the warm-up going to go ahead?
4: It's just hard to say because we don't even, you know, we get to a point where it looks like the fog is lifting and then another big wave comes in and it's so thick. So – Um, it's just really a waiting game right now we're communicating directly with the competitors to let them know we're making our best efforts to get track time but how much and what that's going to look like is so unpredictable with the way the club rolls in here
1: how much wiggle room actually is there because we've got this tv certain schedule we've we've got an opportunity today big races on big nbc so moving support races what what's the discussion like on your end
4: Well, and so you're exactly right. I mean, everything really gets built around hitting our live TV window. So if we have to, if we have to postpone races to go after us, if we have to postpone races to different events, it becomes a a massive challenge, lots of discussion.
1: So the best thing is the fog just disappears and all of a sudden we get to go play. That's uh, what we're all hoping for. Thanks for the chat, Bo.
4: Thank you.
0: Bob Barfield's IMSA race director uh, making himself available to us here on IMSA Radio as he does to the teams. And, and a perfect example of that, he's out walking around talking to people. He is not sitting in race control. He is out there. He's taking the temperature literally as well as metaphorically. And people can approach him as Shea has just done. I'm going to say, but I have got a very... Hopeful heart, always have had. Certainly on the pit lane, I can now see one further box, pick box than I could before, although it's still, there's no, we're nowhere near uh, going to a green flag condition. Uh, We'd be into the last two or three minutes of the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship warm-up this morning. Uh, Next on the schedule is the Mazda, the Edomizu Mazda MX-5 Race 2. Uh, That start procedure would have been starting in just under 15 minutes' time. Now, whether that is able to happen on schedule, then we start getting, as you heard Bob Barfield say there, you start getting then into backing in to the pre-race formalities because Lamborghini Trofeo should be... Uh, pre-race at 9.35 local time, so just about an hour and 20 minutes from now on, just a little bit over. And and then the uh, fan walk was meant to be 11 o'clock for nearly an hour, as Shea was, was mentioning. So that's the time that we have got to eat into. It's not a huge amount, but we can back things up closer together. But right now, we're on a weather delay For visibility, the corner workers and good morning to the ladies and gentlemen on uh, our volunteer roster, whether they are on the flag stands, corner workers, track services, medical or even just uh, helping people park cars. There's an awful lot of hard work that goes in by our volunteer army. Thank you very much indeed for your most precious gift that you have given to us at the motor racing, and that, of course, is your time. Uh, we didn't talk about LMP2, Jeremy. Um, with We mentioned Porsches uh, sweeping up three poles out of four. LMP2 was an interesting qualifying yesterday as well.
2: Well, it certainly was, and uh, for, for much of it, we saw the, the, the expected Ben Keating versus Stephen Thomas uh, battle for pole position. Those two have uh, become uh, really stout rivals over the last uh, year or year or two. Uh, but, uh, and, and it seemed to be playing out in the favor of Ben Keating until uh, out of nowhere, George Kurtz put it all together on his final lap and snagged the pole position. A fantastic effort by George. I mean, again, you know, like, uh, like, well, like many other drivers you know, it 's started out in racing relatively late in life, uh, but 's is, is, uh, got done a lot of it over the last several years he 's driving a whole bunch of different cars in a whole bunch of different series and taking advantage of that experience and He put it all together yesterday, and I thought his interview with Shay afterwards was was really really good i mean yeah you know, he, he he acknowledged that he knew the time was in the car and it, it was a question of getting that time out of the car and he finally put it all together and did so and the result is his first pole position, so well earned. And look, it's, it's all the way through the practice sessions, LMP2 has been really, really tight and they're not much slower, particularly with the pro drivers, well, with the pro drivers at the wheel, than the GTPs. Uh, so it'll it will be the gentleman drivers who start the race. That's uh, as mandated by the rules. So they'll fall back at the start. But if there's cautions in the late stages, uh, the quicker LMP2 guys could give the GTP contenders uh, some some problems, particularly depending on their on their sort of tyre situation. So I think LMP2 is going to be a tremendous race this afternoon, John.
0: Uh, and we we should say that when you said that. George knew the time was in the car. The reason he hadn't been able to get out is not because he was making mistakes. He was keep he kept catching traffic in inopportune moments, and it, well, it, it came down to that one lap, as you rightly said, when pretty much everybody else was was in the pit lane.
2: Yeah, but but look, there's only what eight eight cars on the track for goodness sake. So <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't, don't give me the traffic excuse. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's 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 part of part of qualifying is is making sure True. you have a clear lap. Uh, so no, I'm not no. It, 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 Yes, but but no. <laughs> but but the point is, he did put it all together, and it was a fantastic lap—a really good time there. His eleventh uh, by, by lap George.
0: on the Michelin tires, uh, by the way. Uh, let's get down to share. Um, I can now see a blue front behind the Chip Ganassi Cadillac, and a yellow car behind that, which I guess could be the Volt Racing. Porsche, maybe the Corvette, so it's getting a wee bit better. Shay, where are you?
1: Uh, I am down by Aero Motorsport, which is down quite a bit further on the pit lane, right in front of the Volt racing uh, Porsche, as a matter of fact. But I can see a Faf Porsche driving down the pit lane. Oh, something has just emerged from Turn 11. That would be a Tesla out on the racetrack, checking conditions, seeing if we can see from Marshall Post to Marshall Post. And it has just driven by, and it's gone well before the start-finish line. Um, the problem is now. that the fog is coming in these rolls. Yeah, now you can see it. That's an indication of how thick the fog is. Um, Ryan DL, beautiful Scottish weather we're having here, but we're in California. Did you bring this with you?
5: Well, this is Scotland. It'd also be uh, probably hailing stone right now, but <laughs> visibility is probably pretty similar to uh, to Knock Hill. But... I was just saying, like, in all the years of being here, I don't think I've ever seen it this bad this late in the day. So, yeah, it sucks for everybody, but got, got up really early for this.
1: Well, at least you guys know your way around this place. You've won here before. You and Dwight were second in last year's race. How much were you able to carry over from that momentum achieved a year ago into the car this weekend? Um, we got some
5: changes that we've made in the car over the past you know, year, just small improvements here and there. But, yeah, we had a good car last year. Um, we had a really good car at Sebring. So, Seems like so far in practice, we've been uh, one of the faster guys. So, you know, hoping for uh, a good race. And the most cars we've had in a sprint race for P2 in a a long time shows uh, how strong the class could be if we were released a little bit from the reins.
1: It's pretty cool also to look at the names that you're going to be up against at the end of this race, because as far as P2 is concerned, some of the best drivers in the world are racing here as a competitor. Does that just eke you on even further?
5: Yeah. I mean, I, I think that when you look at P2 overseas, it's uh, really strong. I mean, you, you know, it's a it's a great platform. It's a great class. Uh, I think that IMSA got it right with the, the pro am rules for us over here. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of these guys have raced for a long time, but it's also good to kind of have the Europeans over at the same time.
1: We've only had the one race as far as championship points are concerned for the LMP2 class, but third in the championship coming into today's race. How do you and Dwight feel about your chances
5: yeah, I mean, I think we were disappointed last year. We had a couple of races that uh, slipped away. One of them, uh, you know, was not our fault. other no one was. But I, I think, you know, to be taking the championship at the end was, was a really good result for us. But, yeah, I mean, uh, too many times in my career I've been the, the runner-up and the bridesmaid here. So not getting any younger would be, be good to get another championship under the belt.
1: Yeah, would. good luck getting that championship uh, in the right direction this weekend.
0: That's the plan. We were expecting to be wrapping up our WeatherTech Sports Car Championship warm up short a minute or so ago. We are still under weather delay with uh, Mazda MX5 second race for the Edemist to Mazda MX5 Championship for 2023 uh, due uh, in around about 10. Or 15 minutes time. We'll stay with it for a moment or two. To see if we can get an update. I suspect because we've still got all. Of the. WeatherTech. Championship cars. On the pit lane. That race control have told the. Teams. To stay on the pit lane. And. uh, Just in case they can do a quick start. uh, The Weather is, I'm told, from uh, local sources. Thank you, Carol Brink, down in Monterey itself. It's clearing from the coast inland and it is getting better uh, down in Monterey at the moment. Still not good enough to race here by any uh, stretch of the imagination. And again, we should say this is all about visibility from the marshals post to post. Um, Ryan Diel there talking about the weather conditions in Scotland. So there's been a couple of times when I've been up at Knock Hill. It's uh, north of Edinburgh for uh, British touring car races when uh, we have had similar visibility problems. Normally, though, it's down to the fact that it's uh, sideways rain at the same time, uh, to be honest. But we haven't got that here. It is dry. Humidity's 92%. Uh, it is only 11 Celsius in the air, which is 52 Fahrenheit. Um, But it is that fog at the moment that's causing the delay. Uh, Let's go back down to Shear, pick up some more news from the pit lane whilst we wait to find out what's happening. We'll stick with this for another uh, five minutes or thereabouts and then we'll come back. Uh, We'll give you some uh, entertainment here on IMSA Radio and uh, we can come back uh, and keep giving updates. But uh, let's stay with this for five minutes or so. Shear is still down in the pit lane.
1: Th- there was just a call over race control telling teams how to exit the pit lane in this situation. So they are clearly uh, progressing as far as we go towards the end of the session, actually not happening. It hasn't officially been called as of yet, but that was the first indication from race control that something is happening as pit stop practice goes on for AO racing with Rexy, who has a cast on her arm and a couple broken teeth for the AO race. Porsche, but I'm standing at their box, which is the penultimate box on the pit lane. I cannot see the pit in banners that say Hyundai on them. I know that they say Hyundai on them, but to put it in perspective, do you remember yesterday in the race, John, where the Toyota came to rest, ultimately in the gravel at 11? I can't see that, and that's directly yeah. across the track. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you, shit, shit, Adam down in the pit lane. Hello to Flying Lizard Motorsports. Hopefully, they're saying on twitter uh, that it doesn't mess up the schedule for their super trofeo uh, event later on i, I hope you not uh, you haven't got late afternoon flights is uh, all i'm going to say to that i have a strong suspicion uh, that at least one of the other races the two races today being mx5 edemits mx5 um we could perhaps run one of those afterwards although uh, it may be that that would mess people's uh, plans up too much, and therefore it would have to uh, be uh, an, a make-up race at some other venue. Let's uh, let's wrap this up unless we hear something from Shea. final word uh, from Jeremy. Um, we've been here enough, Jeremy. You mentioned it in the IndyCar days. We've actually had it here in sports cars as well. Uh, we're coming up to Humber State in the morning. Pacific time, uh, normally within 90 minutes or a couple of hours, by about half past 10, it'll be clear blue sky and it will look like a completely different day here at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna yeah.
2: Yeah, sometime between sort of, seven thirty and three in the afternoon, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and you yeah, know, one of the problems is, I mean, you, you got your note know, from from Carol uh, down in in, uh, in in the town in Monterey. Yeah, one of the problems here at uh, at the track, of course, is is the elevation change. Yes, uh, you say, yeah, it does clear, tend to clear from the uh, from sea level upward. Uh, well, yeah, we've got, uh, there's 150 feet of elevation change here. Mm. Uh, so uh, that th- that's an issue as well. Um, it, you know, with the uh, Laguna Seca, the, where the Seca is, it's actually not completely Seca these days. There is some water mm-hmm. in there. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, that, that, that humidity from the lake make things tricky as well.
0: well. And we're almost in a natural bowl here as well. So yeah, you, yeah. You, well, often, yeah, you often get exactly. low cloud as much as it's fog. You'll often get Correct. low cloud gathering uh, around the, the circuit because these are almost in a natural amphitheater in,
2: a theater in yeah. part here, isn't it? Very much so. It is. And that's what makes it such a fabulous spectator track. True that. True that. For the moment, uh, I think we're going to step away.
0: Uh, and uh, what we'll do is uh, we'll uh, keep monitoring the uh, race control uh, and uh, if we have to we can always do a quick start the same as the, the team is concerned we're coming up to the time where we should have been getting into the pre-race formalities for the mx5 in a bit to mx5 second race of the weekend uh, so don't tune away stay with us if you track side uh, we'll leave you in the capable hands of our our uh, colleagues are on the PA uh, and if you're further afield, stay tuned to IMSA Radio. Uh, coming up next, we have uh, uh, a couple of uh, interesting features for you. So stay tuned and as soon as we get more news, we'll be back with news of morning warm-up and the schedule, how that might change here at the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. Motul Corsa de Monterey powered by Hyundai. Uh, it's WeatherTech Raceway, Laguna Seca. From us for the moment, bye for now. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check IMSAradio.com and subscribe to Imza Radio wherever you get your podcasts.